Good morning, Grace. As we continue to reflect on prayer this week, I want to encourage you about praying God's Word. Think about it this way. The best way to learn a foreign language is through immersion, right? When you're surrounded by the sound of a new language, when you hear it on the lips of native speakers, when you see it in action around you and have to do your best to use it to communicate, mastery comes more quickly than it ever could in semesters of instruction in the classroom. It's the same way with learning to pray. When you immerse yourself in God's word, when you are surrounded by God's language, you learn how to pray and what to pray for. God shapes your prayers when you pray his word. God expands your prayer vocabulary as you begin to think and speak and even dream in his language. When you pray God's word, you can be assured of several things. First, you can know with certainty that you're praying according to God's will. His word is perfectly aligned with his will. In 2 Timothy 3.16, Paul explains that all scripture is God-breathed. So when you pray scripture, you're breathing out what God is breathing in. Next, you can know that your prayers have power. According to Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. God's word brings God's unmistakable power to bear on the person or the situation that's the subject of your prayer. Finally, praying God's word helps you to pray more specifically. Instead of just asking God to bless someone, you can use the words of Scripture to pray a specific blessing. For example, you could use Paul's prayer in Ephesians 3, 14 through 21 to ask God to deepen that person's knowledge of God's love. Which of these benefits of praying God's word means the most to you right now? Praying in alignment with God's will? Praying with power? Praying specifically? As you continue to enjoy praying God's word, you can immerse yourself in the benefit of praying his word by discovering the depth of prayers it contains. The book of Psalms is a great place to begin because all of the Psalms are prayers spoken or sung. Psalm 51 is a prayer of confession that you can use to repent and return to God. Psalm 100 and Psalm 136 are prayers of thanksgiving. Psalm 2 is a prayer for the nations. Almost all of the Psalms contain prayers of praise and worship. In the New Testament, the prayer in Hebrews 13, 20 through 21, and Paul's prayers in Ephesians 1, Ephesians 3, Philippians 1, Colossians 1, and Thessalonians 3 are great prayers that you can pray for yourself or someone else. 
Try substituting your name or the name of the person you're praying for into that prayer. How might incorporating scripture into your prayers change how you pray? Doesn't it give you confidence to know that praying God's word enables you to pray God's will? That praying God's word enables you to pray with God's power? And that praying God's word enables you to pray specifically the same things that are on his heart. One last thing. If you find it difficult to pray out loud, especially in a group, praying the scripture is a great way to start. You can mark a psalm or another portion of scripture in advance. You can pray it for yourself. You can pray it for someone else. You can pray it for your life group. And then when you gather with that person or those people or your group, you can pray it with more confidence. Or when you want to pray out loud over someone who's in need, praying scripture is a great way of blessing that person. By speaking God's word into your prayers in this way, you're not only learning to pray with confidence and power, you're also learning to pray according to to God's priorities and in line with his purposes. You are learning to speak God's language. Today, I want to encourage you to pause, to take time and be still and know God's love for you. As the Lord draws near to you and you draw near to the Lord, ask Jesus, Jesus, would you put some scripture on my heart to pray today. And then whatever that scripture is, write it down and then pray that scripture for yourself. And after you've prayed that scripture for yourself, pray that scripture for someone else. And after you've prayed that scripture for someone else, pray that scripture over the church. Nothing of kingdom significance happens in the absence of prayer. So today, let's continue to ask and seek and knock to make prayer a priority, inviting God to lead and restore and heal and transform our lives, the lives of our families and friends and neighbors in this city. Let's pray with faith and pray expecting to see God do immeasurably more than we even know how to ask because of his spirit at work in our lives and at work in the church. Until tomorrow, Grace, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's done. Then you'll experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Have a great day.